on. And then one. Hello, guys, and welcome. Behind the Bunker Paintball Podcast starts now. Episode 447, podcast number 311. Thank you so much for joining in. My name is Todd Ansich. With me, I have my friend Gavin Sharma. Uh, you're taking that liberally. I am not your friend, but I am here, and it's behind the bunker, folks. Everybody who's watching right now is my friend, so make sure you hit like and share, because that's what friends do. Except for you, and you know who you are out there. That's right. <laughs> and then we have Joe Kimson from Flaggers Paintball. Hey, and thanks for tuning in tonight to Beautiful Behind the Bunker, and our picture's gone. Our screen is gone. That's well, okay. Matt's I just toggling a, between things. I see things. a mountain. We wow. ain't We ain't stressed. 447 pot shows and 311 podcasts. What? Crazy. That's stupid. 447 nonsensical episodes of Behind the Bunker. And three good ones. T- two, really. I think you're the one that you had a little extra airtime you keep thinking was good, but it ain't. My mom said it was. <laughs> you did look handsome in that episode. I'm only in half. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was a good show. So thank you guys <laughs> for joining us. That? We uh, will have Josh Subizabrikas joining us shortly. Unfortunately, he has uh, he was talking to some people from China recently outside, so I don't know if we'll see him or not. But he was giving them the Canadian greeting of a French kiss. He's got French the Canadian. He has a Lithuanian <laughs> flu. <laughs> so yeah, hopefully we'll see him shortly. Yeah. Um, why oh, why I'm taking a moment as well is I'm hitting that like and share button so that uh, people can know that we are live Lovely. right now. I think I'm going to do some liking and sharing. I liked it last week when you guys talked for like three minutes. I was able to share it to like a million different places, but not right now. Well, we can do that. Right now, I'm popping out the YouTube chat. I see guys in there right now as well. Nice to see uh, Aaron and Teddy, Kevin. And where is the rest of you? So we'll wait. We'll wait for you guys to join Lisa us. Weavers there. Good evening from Team Tags and home of the meat stick. <laughs> Boy Scout meat stick. Boy Scout meat stick. Oh. What is that? Where's my bell? There's nothing <laughs> else as sticky as a Boy Scout's. That's enough. So devilish. <laughs> <laughs> so all right, I think all the nonsense is over. All Let right, me uh, get down to business here, guys. So coming over to my computer tonight, we're going to be talking about what is your. Uh, sorry, Matt. I don't know why that's not working. It was earlier. It was, and it should be now. Let's there take, we are. Let's take a gander. No, just a nice mountain view. No, I got. It's lovely. I had a minute. There you go. No, you don't see my images anymore. I do not. <sighs> For the love of Pete. Okay, so we'll try it in a minute. So today we'll we'll just get through it. What is the best and worst pieces of paintball gear you've ever had? I've and said, that sparked mm. a uh, a oh. plethora. Plethora. Good for you. Plethora. Yes. Um, yeah, a very infamous fa- famous uh, person told me about that word. Tune in tonight to win, ladies and gentlemen. Carbon Paintball Pod Pack. All you got to do tonight, tonight is the last episode. Tag Carbon Paintball, tag Behind the Bunker, and tag a friend. That's it. That's all you got to do, and your name gets entered into uh, our draw. And next weekend or next Monday night show, we'll take everybody that's done that over the last two weeks. And we'll give it away to one of you guys. Give it away now. Give it away. Give it away. Yeah, yeah. Still nothing, eh, Matt? All right. It's scenic. I am uh, 192.168.0.1.21, if that That's makes sense. That's a lot of numbers. It that is. You're like Rain Man? <laughs> <laughs> Tapioca pudding? We are also 
Okay, my brain is like that. My, we are also going to have our call hotline open, 585-250-8968. So hopefully we'll be able to get to some of your calls tonight. So while Matt is fixing that, um, we're, yeah, I'm not sure why. There's a great picture of Rocky Mountains whenever you go to it. Oh, okay. Well, we'll work on it. Um, so thank you guys for joining us. You are watching us live on Facebook or listening to us on a podcast or watching us live on Facebook or... You could be listening to us in syndication on the RTF Sports Network. We have changed names, ladies and gentlemen. RTF, baby. RTF Sports Network. You can hear us Tuesday nights at 8, 8 p.m. or Wednesday nights at 9 p.m. if you're a little bit later on. So if you can't catch us here, catch us on the radio on FRF, RTF Sports Network. My God. So are tonight, you, Are you sitting in the air chair right now? In the air chair? Yeah. No. Live chair? No, whatever. <laughs> in the air chair. You know, it's a... It's us radio guys who. Oh, uh, yeah, us radio guys. Yeah, yeah. So it's funny. We've gone from doing, you know, webcasts and, and shows, doing podcasts. We were on TV in the UK, yeah. and now we're on a radio. And like North Africa, there was a number of uh, those African continent countries that uh, we were we're big like celebrities during, in. With Desert Fox in yeah. World War II in Rommel? That North Africa? Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> in fact, it, I think Rommel w did tune in. Yeah, actually, he's my landlord now. <laughs> yeah. Is he really? He, wasn't he killed in a car accident? No. Stop paying rent. <laughs> <laughs> Chad, t tell us, Gavin, about the Prime Paintball TV experience we had. So we were uh, we had a number of episodes that we were broadcast in the UK. So it was paintball.tv. And so there was a week-long, basically, channel that was dedicated to programming at around the 8 p.m. mark in, Britain, uh, in England. Sky yeah. TV. Wasn't it on Sky TV yes. on the satellite? Uh, so it was pretty exciting for us here at Behind the Bunker. We got to be celebrities for about 30 seconds. Uh, and it was broadcast in a number of markets. And one of our biggest markets was North Africa. So it, it was for North whatever Africa. reason, uh, they took a liking to Gavin. So and, and, uh, Prin and Prince Andrew was on it, but he flatly denies it. Yes, <laughs> I don't sweat. I don't sweat. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so it was pretty exciting, you know, for Paintball to be exposed to uh, a different audience. So we got to do our regular shenanigans stuff. We shot about six to eight episodes, uh, and <laughs> it didn't get picked up. Strangely, <laughs> you know what? You can probably write the uh, the the, uh, the station right now because what you guys tune into each week is what we did, uh, but nobody else in the free world seemed to enjoy it. So I don't know what the hell to say about that. But it was exciting, it you was... know what? Hey, hey, Ma, look at me. I'm on TV. Look at That's me. I'm true. on the telly. <laughs> I'm on the telly. It's on the crumpets. telly with my friend Gavin. Um, what else? Can, what else do we talk? Oh, I've got something to talk about here. Okay. This is from Rick Chard at Paintball Extravaganza. Extravaganza. Extravaganza, which is coming up the end of February, the seventeenth to the twenty-first uh, or something. Like that? Maybe yeah. to Monday to Thursday. If you could throw out a reminder, Monday night, the registration rates are going up February 3rd. Uh, the booking at the Crown Plaza does not guarantee availability on any or the room rate after February the 3rd. So if you are planning, considering, pondering going to Paintball Extravaganza, Extravaganza, which I think is a fantastic idea and a good opportunity to meet, greet, and share your paintball knowledge with other like-minded individuals in paintball, airsoft, and laser, laser beams, lasers, lasers, <laughs> uh, then you should go to Paintball Extravaganza in Memphis. It is, you know what, I am 
ridiculously excited about this. It's going to be a full week of paintball and like-minded people talking about paintball, seeing new paintball stuff, and walking past this particular establishment and going to Gus's Fried Chicken. Gus's Fried Chicken. We're going to go in the, and we're going to go to the pyramids at. Um, <laughs> Bass Pro Shop Pyramid, yeah. right on the mis- on the shores of the Mississippi, yeah, and we can stand and gaze across to see Arkansas. And if we walk a little south, we will be able to see Louisiana. I would rather go to Arkansas. Arkansas. Did you know that Arkansas is the United States' largest producer of rice? I did not know that. that that's is, fantastic. That is some Arkansas trivia. And to be honest, that's as close as I want to get to either of those states. What? Really? What, really? What the hell's wrong with I you? I think we need to Uber across the Mississippi. I agree. Or walk. I agree. I need to put my foot in the Mississippi. If Just we're like, going to cross the Mississippi, I want to do it old school. I want to do it on like a river, ro- like an old river boat. Like Tom Sawyer? Yeah, yeah. Nice. <laughs> All right, Matt. Try one last time, and if it doesn't work, we'll, we'll move on. Move but I do want to. I do want to. I do want to yeah. point out. What do you want? That to was point the out? best bed ever. <laughs> it was only a brief bed. second, but it was I good. enjoyed it. It's yeah. it's getting us into the the festive spirit of extravaganza. Junior Chris Junior Rossi says Gus is for the win. Gus is for the win. Chris Junior Rossi, where are you located? And will you join us at Gus's? Will you come to Gus's? They had really good dessert too. I'm not a dessert guy, but... You don't like pie? Pecan pie? Some kind of pie? <laughs> I like pie. <laughs> like pie. There's also a good donut place in Memphis. And I, I really... What I missed when we went to Memphis last time is I missed Hush Puppies. I want to get some Hush Puppies. Like Long John Silvers? <laughs> like Hush Puppies. Hush Puppies? Like, hush puppies yeah. Oh, my gosh. I miss Long John Me Silvers. Too. Not The Hush Puppies were okay, but I like the, uh, the fall off the fryer cracklins. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like you, you sell this? Yeah, you can I can forget the fish. I just want the breading, like little droplets of breading. Yes, I want a boat of the trimmings. Yeah. <laughs> when I uh, make some money, I'm going to uh, open up a KFC franchise, but I'm just going to sell KFC skins. Single uh, serving KFC skins. That's I it. I want a dedicated seat <laughs> in your restaurant. <laughs> hey, did I tell you the reason why Josh isn't here? He has training night, or it's his training day told us a couple weeks ago it's just dawning on me now i was expecting him to come in i just forgot it was this week <sighs> god damn zubricus all right <laughs> all right well, G- gavin's here <laughs> gavin's i'm here. here too i made the trip i made the journey yeah yeah so we have lost one of our pieces of equipment that our new uh, intern has destroyed on us so we have lost uh i'm blaming matt At on matt a bunch Mondu? of stuff matt mondu so let me have a look and see what we can do tonight without that. So again, we're talking about the uh, giveaway, guys. If you want the pod pack, Matt, maybe go through the uh, the show so show us the video here so people know what they're getting into, and we'll re-explain the rules. So if you want this carbon pack, guys, the SC harness, as you see it in the video, although the one we have is not black, it is uh, honeycomb, gray and black honeycomb, right? And delicious. So Gavin, if I want to win this pack, what am I doing right in the second? Or if I'm even watching in Rewind. Well, my friend, you need to tag Carbon. You need to tag Behind the Bunker and tag one of your jackass friends to let them know what you exactly are looking to win this evening on Behind the Bunker. Carbon, Behind the Bunker, and one of your jackass friends that can get you your brand new pack for this season. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Lisa Weber wants to know why do bread not models even training? Uh, he's got to keep on top of those angles. Chicken skin sandwiches are pretty good. There's no such thing, oh Christopher my Pringle. Gosh. Please, Why please do you lie? tell me. 
That's only in heaven. Oh, Danon says it's basically fried cornbread. I, that's how he typed it out. So, <laughs> how do you say it? Cornbread. Well, that's I, I that's only, how I imagined him saying. It. I only have I only have on Facebook. I don't have the YouTube's. Yeah. He 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 was just telling me about his shrimp. Shrimp, <laughs> shrimp boat. Yeah. We can go to Louisiana. They have shrimp there. Dan Black says that's the best pack ever. There we go. It's a pretty exciting pack. There's yeah. a place called Jackass Brewing Company. Did you know that, Gavin? Uh, I, I didn't. actually tagged it. I would like to go to Jerkass Brewing Company. No, that's Speaking a brewing of Gavin. company. So, Lewisburg, Pennsylvania. Since we don't have our, our, our news to get through, I'll go through real quick, and then we'll get into some mail time. Sounds good. We have a topic we want to discuss tonight, and that is what is the best and worst pieces of equipment that you guys have ever had, and I'd like to get into that shortly as well. Um, before, I want to say uh, uh, we'll leave that one for next week. So we talked about extravaganza. Guys, tonight... Uh, tomorrow, the registration increases for Las Vegas NXL, so make sure you guys get signed up uh, before that deadline goes over. Also, AirUp's 2020 field packages, guys, are on super sale right now. $5,100 if you guys want to uh, go over to AirUp's and get yourself one right now. Get them ordered for the season. Uh, if you're uh, anywhere near Flag Artist Paintball tomorrow, we're hosting the time trials, the Hitman AirPal time trials. So come on out and see if you can uh, beat some of the uh, the scores. Um, Gavin, are you coming out? I am working. <sighs> so working no. on coming out. That's right. All right. Well, then why don't we get into our mail time segment, Gavin? We have uh, a bunch of questions that you guys sent in. And uh, Josh had one that we'll start with just uh, since it was a visual. He says, uh, what is your favorite time of year to play paintball? I kind of wonder if, that, if we're all going to have the same answer on that. I am going to say mid-spring, nearing the no, you're wrong. summer season, so it's still cool. There is yeah, green, green lush. lush, thick welded leaves. <laughs> thick welded seams, stainless steel branches. It sounds like an air-ups bunker. That's and why right. wouldn't you buy an air-ups bunker? So that's, uh, that's me. It's <coughs> late spring. Late yeah. spring. I like late fall because <coughs> it's cold in the mornings, it's cold at night, but during the day you still get that nice warm afternoon. Start the day in a hoodie, end in a t-shirt, and then go back to a hoodie again. I don't know. I like that. Winter, okay, maybe one day a year I'll play in the winter. Like That's all, that's all well and good. Summer is great. Yes, I get it, but it's usually too hot and too humid where we are. So it's not either that spring or fall, but more so fall, right, Gavin? <laughs> Are you serious, Clark? <laughs> Wolf likes the I summer. I am Sparky. El Rojo likes the winter. Where is he? What the? Well, yeah, it depends on what state he's in, right? Wolf Critcho says the summer, uh, but you got to put on a lot of uh, sunscreen. I heard Wolf Critchlow likes the summer. I think Wolf likes the summer. <laughs> Summertime. Summertime. And the living is easy. Yeah. Roger Weaver with spring and fall. We said one. Come on, jerk ass. You're being greedy. Yes, let's choose one. He has a tag for every. A, he has a tag for every season. Pick a season, jerk ass. He has a fall team tag, a summer team tag, a winter team tag. Those are, his winter team tags are insulated to keep you warmer. Hey, for those of you guys who are following along at home, Matt ordered something a couple of weeks ago, rather before Christmas. Has it arrived yet? That is a negative. A negatory. Okay, so hopefully by next show we'll have we'll have some showings. I've been keeping my eyes peeled. Very good. 
All right, we have some mail questions. Yeah, we have a few. So this is the time where I get to rip open my sack and read some of the correspondence that you, my friends, have sent in. So our good friend, what? That's not Sounds sack ripping. Sounds kind of sticky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. All right, Ryan McGee wants to know, in your guys' opinion, what brand and or model of radio is best for team communications? Um, I, we, we've had good luck with the Puxings and Bowfangs, which are actually Kenwood knockoffs. I think there's some recent rulings that have come down from the Canadian government In that Canada, you're not yeah. allowed to import them or export them because they can be tuned to many other frequencies. But in my opinion, they seem to work well. The batteries work well. They're easily to program, and they're very reasonably priced. So my my vote goes for the Puxing or the Bowfang. And before that, we were using Talkabouts. Talkabouts. Yeah. Talkabouts. Motorola Talkabouts. Yeah. And that Let's was something you could get at Targets and Walmarts and for Gavin's Kmart's and you Ooh, know a Kmart <laughs> a good byway purchase Gavin shop smart shop, shop smart um, yeah and they were really inexpensive and you could buy you could go to Radio Shack when it existed or those source Look at you and you could buy yourself an earbud and uh, Vox what do you call it a headset. headset I guess for pretty cheap that would fit into those very cost effective went on three AA batteries lasted forever and uh, that was the workhorse for quite a number of years. Yeah, they did it until like we had a couple of us had Kenwoods, but everyone else had Talkabouts. But then the, the Bowfangs. But we've had really good luck with our Puxings and our Bowfangs. We have, we have. Yeah. And, for what they know, cost. Yeah. But I mean, any FRS radio yeah. uh, will work, like a Cobra or oh, FRS. <laughs> FRS, oh. uh, like uh, Cobra or uh, Motorola, as we just Cobra. talked about. Or any of those <laughs> knockoffs. So, like, a, as long as you have decent either mileage or kilometers I'm uh, a fan for of uh, the Cobras. Chris Brand is, no. say, is, is commenting cheap. about the Cobras as well. Uh, Mike Holstrom says Nextel chirps. Oh, remember those? Those are like yeah. our radios. I just, our I just picture this walkie-talkie giving you lip as you're playing. You call that a shot? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, those stay in the car, jerk. <laughs> this is not your day, son. Yeah, all the old school name drops, says says Andrew. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, people are still using the Cobras. Yeah, I, I think a lot of the guys who are now doing Milsim, um, Airsoft, um, a Magped, looking for a more tactical radio with multiple frequencies. So I think uh, you're right, Joseph. Uh, the the Bailfang or, or the Buxing. Um, would certainly uh, meet their needs for that. Plus, you, like get those head, plus you get those noise-canceling headsets that have the boom mics that come out, kind of like what I'm wearing. Yeah. If you yeah I, I think a lot of the guys who are now doing Milsim, uh, I'm like a ventriloquist. It's great. <laughs> Why are you repeating yourself? You just pulled a Todd. <laughs> All right, How did you do that? Talent, my friend. Gavin. Talent. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next question comes to us well, from John Jones. Unless sorry, we're not. We, okay. No, I'm just looking over at the YouTube chat because because we weren't going in there. Um, Dwayne King was saying you can also uh, monitor other channels with a radio scanner. He says that or tin cans and string. Um, yeah, and Ryan McGee says I want sharks with freaking laser beams. With freaking laser <laughs> beams. <laughs> There we go. All right. Can I go on with my segment? It's your segment. All right. Thanks, man. Uh, so John Jones wants to know, what inspired you all to start Behind the Bunker and who came up with the name? Oh, Christ. Jesus did? He did. <laughs> there was one day I fell in the kitchen on a slippery floor and I looked up and there he was. It's like, are you using these nails? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. 
And we just lost a southern audience. <laughs> was it a waffle stuck to the ceiling? It was. Thank you. So, why did we start? What? Okay, first of all, why did we start behind the bunker? Was that part of the part yes. of the question? So, uh, what inspired you uh, to start behind the bunker? And who came up with the name? Damn it! I think back when we did it, there were a lot of people in our area that were doing paintball-related, like videos and news things like cat Jack was alive and going at that point wolf was doing his thing no i meant his channel was <laughs> and the paintball girl Haley. there was oh, yeah, kaz yeah, yeah, yeah. doing what is it visual reviews visual reviews yeah. and it's funny like all these people were within an hour drive of where we were and we thought well let's try and do something similar to that but we're going to do it live um and that that came after us doing a live broadcast of a local like of our tournament at our field. Yeah. But all we did was literally put a security camera on the field and, and live streamed it never and, and people watched it. And it was the worst picture. It was three sixty what do you call it? I what what, what, what the frame rates, three three hundred and sixty. Yeah. It was if terrible. You say so. And um, whatever. But people watched it, so we thought we'd, we'd do that. We got a couple extra webcams, and there we go. We originally wanted to call it Behind the Mask, but out of respect for a local guy um, who had started his own sort of thing, who had passed on and hadn't used it in years, but we didn't want to take it away from him. Right. But he did sort of a, a website forum, and uh, one of his threads was behind the mask, and he would interview local players and stuff like that, and oh, people yeah. that that he cared that that we cared about, and and I didn't want to take that away from. Him. But originally, that was my thought, and then I then I think Joe and I were just spitballing, and we came up. With I hit him in the, the eye, and he said, "Yeah, behind the bunker." I wish I was behind a bunker. <laughs> <laughs> you had a dog, but we were calling speedball bunkers and hiding in normal paintball bunkers, and I thought we just come up with something paintball behind the bunker. Yeah, James Lindsay said 8-bit color. No, that was just, we use MS Paint for all of our graphics. Yeah, yeah and that's that's basically where it started. And we, uh, you know, we've, we've said this a couple times before, but we basically started um, a weekly program. We used webcams, and then every couple years we'd upgrade. I remember the first year we could honestly say we were high def. We went from standard def to high def, and it was... Uh, we lost a lot of viewers when they Absolutely. saw what we looked like. Yeah, I can see their pores. <laughs> yes. So yeah. that was an interesting answer to the question. What we answered, we answered it. it. Yeah, but you're continuing on. He didn't ask for the whole life story. Of I the think show. he did. <laughs> yeah, but some people. You, you some people, said y'all. That's that's everything. You understand how you, questions work, right? Just because you've heard it six thousand times doesn't mean everybody else. Well, I'm hasn't sure heard a lot it. of people in the audience, what? the diehards. Matt's have, just have bitter because he wasn't at the first episode. Well, <laughs> Bit him too. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Yeah. I, and yeah, Wolf's in the live chat. We've said this before. He was one of he was the one of the first uh, on the first episode. He was one of the first contributors. And if you are new to the show, with the last few years, you can catch up on all the old episodes as well as Todd slowly uploads oh. them. Oh God, no! Shall I? We got to do it, baby. Phone call ended. I didn't touch the button. It hung up before I did. Yeah, 585-250-8968 if you guys want to give it a shot. Do we have the date for the first show? I want to write that down. Wasn't it? March 11, 2011. You just made that up. <laughs> but he said it with confidence. So I did. I think it that. was 2011. But it was like the first Monday. Oh, no, sorry. It was the first Tuesday or the second Tuesday in March. I think it was the first Tuesday. So whatever the first Tuesday in March of 11 was, uh, maybe maybe someone could research that. But I that, am I think doing that's it right now. 
Oh. Yeah, and Mike Holstrom says, uh, Matt, someone needs a Snickers. <laughs> the, sec- the, second, the second Tuesday was March 14th, and the first Tuesday was March 7th. So why I think you, it was March 7th. Why do you have to give Rain Man dates? You know, you can go back Because I remember 2011, I remember it was the first Tuesday in March, and we did it Tuesdays because that's when we were at our at the indoor. Yeah. Yeah. So, but even right. with my limited involvement with this program, there were some cringe-worthy moments. Oh early yeah, there still is. What are you talking no, about? But I mean, at least now I'm 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 senile, and it that's doesn't, true. It doesn't impact me as much. But there was times where I'm just like, dear God, I but, can't be seen in public again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This this, <laughs> this March, this March, we will have been doing this for nine years. Let me take a guess: four hundred and forty-seven episodes. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's a good math. 311 podcasts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Our good friend Brandon Page wants us to move along, and he wants to know Thank who. Thank you, Brandon. <laughs> out of the four of us, or the three of us, so I guess four. What the hell? Uh, who out of the four of us has done the most events in a single year? Who cares? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's Old not Joe. <laughs> Yeah, I think I only win that because I've gone to a couple extra events that these guys didn't, like Super Game and whatnot. But otherwise, like Extravaganza, all the other local events. I guess I've done a couple OPL events, but that doesn't really count. So, yeah, I guess. I would say Todd for sure. I guess Matt and I. I Matt, Josh and I. Yeah. Now, was that question pertaining to playing or actually physically just being there? Well, nobody cares about hanging out. It's like playing. <laughs> There's years when we've gone to a bunch of CXBL events and World Cup, and then yeah, so playing. Yeah, that's true. You went to World Cup, Matt didn't, so that might trump his Super Game. So we're, we're, ta- getting, are, we're are getting you talking close. like the amount of miles you've traveled? Is is that what it is? Or oh Christ, see how Matt gets involved in this question because he's a part of it. Doesn't matter how long we carry on with this <laughs> nonsensical question, it, but the other one, oh my it's gosh, like, no, I like it. We, we'll keep going. <laughs> Yeah. The, fan, the fans love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, yeah. So we need to get to more is basically the long, the longest. Of, yeah. I, um, had a, I had a hiatus, hiatus from traveling because I had an ankle bracelet and I couldn't move around much. But uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to doing more events. So Brandon Page, you jerk for calling us all out. Uh, <laughs> I think you'll see us at more and more events. So uh, reach out, buddy. I have a question here. It says t- it's from Ted. He says, uh, when did the hopper kicking start? <laughs> Uh, as soon as hoppers were introduced, I took an aversion to them. So I did not like hoppers at all. And what I like to do is marry my hatred with my love. I hate hoppers. I love seeing kids cry. And so it's a <laughs> natural marriage to kick hoppers off of kids' birthday parties. But you're very musical, and the tone of the kid crying versus the <laughs> flap of the loader leaving the marker and hitting the ground is, uh, is very uh, harmonious. Yes, I, I like to harmonize. <laughs> Sound like a baby whale. Hey, Dwayne King in the live chat says, I was on the edge of my seat for Todd's story, just FYI. Uh, (laughs) He also says he's been watching for six years. So So he knows the story. Yeah, yeah. We're talking about Kevin coming to Fold a Gap, but in all honesty, our budget is stretched already this year, so I don't know if that's going to be an option for us. Go fund me. Yeah, that's true. Roger Weber simply in the live chat says, Extravaganza. Everyone else has been saying it wrong. All right, let's take a look at what else is in my sack. Um, it's all gooey and dark in here. Leonard TV Eric wants to know why don't professional tournaments adopt limited paint formats? It would promote more movement, increase skill, and be cost effective over spray and pray. Why don't they do it? I think Europe's doing it right now, Matt, right? 
They're doing limited paint. Yeah, the M100 or M500, something like that. Yeah, yeah. I, there are tournaments that are doing it, but at the end of the day, not to sound like a businessman, but if you as a player don't shoot paint, that's where the tournament promoters making their money. They're the, usually the entry fees come off the, uh, or the prices come off the entry fee, right. and all the staffing wages, the insurance, the travel costs, the hotels, all that infrastructure cost usually comes out of the back end, which is just the paint. So if you guys aren't shooting enough paint, the tournament's not making any money. Thus, you're not having any tournaments or quality tournaments. I mean, anyone can throw a tournament together, but. Uh, Unfortunately, that's the long and short of it. But and wouldn't you like to see a well-produced tournament uh, with limited paint that's underwritten so you don't have to worry about the promoter losing money with it and yeah. seeing what people can do with their with their limited paint? Yeah, that'd be good. So let's say hypothetically, as, as Gavin is uh, in, a, in the dreamland, let's say yeah. you can hold a tournament and a successful one at that with only 100 or 500 rounds on your back. Let's say 500 rounds. I think you're going to see way more explosive play. Right. You're going to see it really timid off the break, and then I think you'll see a lot of explosive play. Um, I think, be far more exciting than what we're seeing right now. And I think something like that would certainly translate easier for the non-paintball player, saying they have limited shots, and so they have to make the most of it out of the, all, yeah. all their teams. Well, you look at you look at MagFed paintball, and if there was a way to sort of televise that and make it interesting when they would have limited rounds as well, That'd be pretty cool. You'd see a lot of things that you wouldn't normally see because they know they're between mag changes or they'd have to do something aggressive because there's not a lot of paint in the air. I, I, I think... <laughs> yeah. Gavin, he's peppering me. Get him off me. Oh, wait, with the radio. <laughs> yeah. Breaker, with breaker. your bow fang. Yeah, your bow, bow fang. Yeah, or, yeah. Or puxing. So, yeah, I, 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 think it, I think it'd be pretty awesome. Yeah, I think it's a wonderful idea. I don't know if uh, promoters are able to do it at this point, right? It, to make it sustainable and to make it profitable so you can pay for referees, compressors, all yeah. of that stuff, right? So, Dwayne King wants to know if Gavin's ankle bracelet is a metaphor for wife. No. I don't have a wife. <laughs> Ringless, baby. Yeah, yeah. Wifeless he's... in Seattle. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and then on that note, can we talk about compressor for a second? About my wife? <laughs> Well, I yes, we, don't have one. Well, we call her the old compressor, right? <laughs> <The> old compressor. <laughs> <laughs> Extrapolate from that what you want, She's and I'm just going to leave. Yeah. Oh, dear. Gavin's pigment is slowly turning a reddish hue, and it's very hard you to tell. tell. But, yeah. <laughs> um, so from, from a field owner's and a business owner's standpoint, to get you guys air, compressed air, if you've ever been to a big game or looked at your, your, your um, paint, local paintball field's air system, they ain't cheap. Um, they're very expensive. The upkeep's expensive. The filters are expensive. Um, it, it is a lot of work. Fill stations themselves are not cheap. Yeah, they're compressing air, and I get it, but the diesel and the gas and electricity that's involved in compressing that air and the cost of those units themselves, if you yourself are at home and you've got a compressor in your garage, you're compressing what, Matt? 150 to 200 PSI, maybe? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So Speaking let's say, mic. let's say, yeah, we got to get, we're going <laughs> we to get Matt a mic next week. Um, we, um, so let's say you compress to 300. That ain't 3000. That ain't 5000. That's, that's not a lot of anything. So just for what it's worth, I, I know I'm on a soapbox preaching about how expensive it is, but that's why, that's one of the reasons. So. A lot of the trends in the U S is they charge. If you look at all these events, they're charging for air. All that you can get an all-day air ticket. I think it's ten or twenty bucks for the weekend or, or a day. So I think that's something you're going to see. 
back, you know, in the early days of paintball, we charged for CO2 because CO2 you had to buy as well. Yeah. Hey, if you guys are watching us on YouTube right now, let us know how you like it, how the sound and the picture quality is. I know Facebook kind of gets glitchy sometimes, but I want to know how your Facebook is tonight. And Matt, just keep me abreast of the time too. Mm-hmm. Our, our goal is the 53:56 mark. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, while we're talking paintball questions at mail time, can I open up a sack that was sent to me this week? Yes, please. So this was sent in, and I know who it's from. It's from Mr. John Jones. He sent this weeks ago, uh, actually months ago, but it came from the UK. So it's, um, it's uh, I don't know, for some reason, as soon as you try to get something across the ocean, it takes forever in a day. Either that or it hits an iceberg and sinks. Gavin, shaky, shaky. Open that up and see what that is. Oh, look at this. So something I've always wanted is uh, is one of these sandbagger jersey. Wow! But oh, if yeah. you look at it, I just saw it. Where did it go? I just saw. Yeah, there we go. Signatures. I see Jack Wood signature. Leads on here. Wow! Look at this. Number eight. Number thirteen. Wow. Very cool. Thank you very much. Oh, number John Jones, number 03. I think we... Does anybody, can you white out things on a jersey? You can take the stitching out. Or, yeah, I'll put a patch on it or something. Yeah, yeah we got a patch. Or yeah. a sticker. Thank you very much, John Jones. I will honestly wear that when I play. I. That's the Planet Eclipse HDE pattern as well. And on the back of the jersey... Yeah, oh. into the microphone. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> name paint. Name... Uh, oh, that's cool. Name paint on the back. That's fantastic. Now, I noticed there's... Is there... More in the there. Oh. There is more in oh, there. It's it's, em, it's empty. I guess the other ones are coming. So oh, oh I see. Okay, <laughs> so. Thanks, Jack. We'll we'll be waiting. Hey, there's a letter. <laughs> did you read the letter? I did, but I'm gonna let you guys. To all the behind the bunker, Merry Christmas from all the sandbaggers. Love what you're doing. Keep up the good work from JJ and obviously the rest. Excellent. And let's look at what's in this box that was sent. Oh, look at these stickers. So, oh, nice. Okay, so it's oh, there's absolutely nothing. The box is empty. <laughs> it wasn't before. But allow me to <laughs> sip from my Enola Gay Sandbaggers mug. Oh, look at the mug. That's cool. That's the first thing I said when I saw Gavin's. <laughs> look at his mug. And you wanted to sip from it? Ew. Ew. All right, let's move along. Yeah, I'm just That's tagging awesome. John, John Jones stickers. and saying thank you. Put one on your computer. So this dead-air is fantastic for the RTF Sports Network. Yeah, so join right in now. every week for more dead-air. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. You know what? Yeah. I think it's time for me to cinch up my sack and uh, sack. close up all of our correspondence that we have. So we have a couple left for next week. But again, my friends, if you have any questions that you would like us to address here on Behind the Bunkers, head to showbehindthebunker.com, and we can read it, address it, and butcher it on mail time. Yeah, yeah. All right, I can't find them on Facebook because I'm logged in differently. So I'll I will thank them personally on Facebook later on and, and share this as well, so they know we're going. What's happening? Chris Chris Brand just said that's every field in the U.S. charges you a day for your air. Hmm. Interesting. Um, what is the cost per air, Chris Brand, for a day? I'm interested. I'm also curious if that's the norm in the states or I think it or is. around the world. I think it is the norm because I. Here locally, uh, your air is included in your entry. I know. <laughs> Some wheels turn it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. All, all four of them. <laughs> so, Kevin Matthew in the chat says uh, YouTube is running fine. That's great. And seems like YouTube is good. S- 
small audio visual delay, but that's going to be it there, Fez. Um, and we are working on it as well. And as Gavin suggested before the show, I tested my speed and it was good. Perfecto. Yeah. So a couple of weeks ago, it wasn't Facebook as much as it was Rogers. We didn't know at the time, but Rogers was having some serious issues in our area. And, and we had have dropped. been Rogered in the past. And we, we were definitely have been Slightly Rogered, rogered last uh, few weeks ago. So, yeah, okay. yeah. so thank you for putting up with it. So I want to watch the live chat, guys. We're going to ask you guys tonight. Uh, questions and it is this what is the best piece of paintball gear that you've had and also what is the worst just label it in the chat this is my best this is my worst or just whatever um, and I want to go through your social media stuff that you guys have because a lot of you guys sent us in through Facebook and Instagram but can we not one thing I want to do tonight because we don't have our video visuals let's go slow and read them one at a time instead of blasting three or four because there's a couple in there especially on some of the sheets you guys have that are that are really uh, that are really good yeah, and just for our friends from the RTF Sports Network, Bill Barnes writes in the Pro Edition Pump Carnivore. That's ah. his best. His worst, a clear 50 Brass Eagle Hopper. Ah, <laughs> uh, nice. A hard ball pierced right through it. Jeez. I uh. have... I have seven I would like to read. I've selected. But not in a row, though. <laughs> read one you at a time and we'll comment. You don't like my <laughs> voice? Did you miss the briefing? No, I know. I was re-listening to our podcast this week, and we all kind of read them so quick that listing and rewind, a couple of them we should have elaborated on because some of them were really good. Okay. But yeah. you don't pay attention to the show anyway. Russ Carroll best. I was going to say something, but I couldn't. Yeah. His A5 with response trigger was the best. Yeah. That's his name is Russ Carroll and the best. So A5 response and his worst is Psycho Ballistics Cocker. I will agree. How many of those yeah. do we have through the shop, ah. Joe, that they come in and it, they look so fancy. I'll give them that. They were the spider of cockers. Like they looked fancy. They had all the bells and whistles added to it. And when I mean bells and whistles, I guess I mean like aesthetic things like yeah, they, spoilers <laughs> for no reason. Yeah, right. They look, real, they look good. They were terrible. And like for those of you that love them, I apologize, but they were the crappiest things to, and they were, to fix. They were, weren't even WGP parts. They were all these offshore things. Nothing yeah. fit. And his A5 comment, I have to say, I've seen so many people, especially Tipman is is really is hammering home right now. But guys are pitching, posting pictures of them playing with their A5s. I don't know if there's an A5 resurgence right now or if there's just so many of them right now where they almost seem to Overseed well, guys are not probably getting, getting into their returning second, back, uh, returning yeah, back yeah. in, so and their gun of choice was an A5. Colonel Devin Schwartzkopf in the chat says A5 response trigger. Yeah. Here's a new one. Bob Spicer, his best was his Warp Sports Dark Angel LCD. Oh, nice. And the worst so far is his TM-15. Never had a gun that needed so much tuning, including magazine. It has forums full of tactical questions, yet people seem to love them. It's a pretty wall hanger. Yeah. Matt Matt was basically brainwashed, and he's part of the... Yeah. He had some Kool-Aid? <laughs> he had some Kool-Aid. Uh, Mike Holstrom in the live Facebook chat says, The best is the GOG uh, multi-caliber hopper. And he says the worst is knee pads, anybody's knee pads. Oh. I will agree. Wow. I've been through several different knee pads and haven't really found one that doesn't either slide down or is too tight or... You know. And you've developed calluses over the years from... I have, <laughs> I have knee pads. My my BDU pants have pockets built in for the knee pads, and I put a knee pad in those, and they just work fine. They have move I said around. how nice you look, Gavin? <laughs> <laughs> those calluses in action. Yeah. I, Joe Kimson filled out a forum. The Brass Eagle Nightmare. 
is the worst. Worst. Okay. I had one of the first ones that Gino and Aldo put together in Aldo's basement, and the thing when you fired it went something like an elephant gun. It was crazy, but it was all solid brass. And when it shot, it shot like you'd never seen anything shoot, like through a wood tree on your carpet because. Bukaki ruined it. <laughs> and then my favorite product was CalMag Solar Pink Paint. Best paint, best fill, and best packaging. I'm going to argue with that and say my best favorite paint was Marbleizer. No way. You never when shot, it was good. You never I shot like Solar Pink. No, but to me, the best paint yeah, I ever shot you. was the Marbleizer. And Robin Roberts Best says, a be, a Robin Roberts. You can't have best. the same name. Uh, an old tribal Mephisto 2.2 modded, accurate and rips. The worst, a coiled remote line that blew out the first time he used it. There's a lot of Shiza remote lines yep. out there. We've there seen sure them out are. there. Like, if you're going to buy a remote line, guys, don't take the risk. Buy either a Ninja or a Pure Energy. Like, buy a good quality one. Don't buy any. Yeah. Knock off Chinese remote lines. Steve, Not good. Steve Self in the live chat says best Stick was his Warlock autococker, and the worst was his JT speed loader system. That was a okay. slam pack. Yeah I'll, gi- uh, yeah, I'll give you that. I saw one of those elsewhere, too. The slam pack was not a favored item. And our good friend Christopher Delicious Pringle says <laughs> his best piece of gear that he owned. He lives in a can. Pringles, get it? Owns my ball wall. What the hell's a ball wall? So it's uh, it's what you wear in front of your nutsack. You let it hang out. Yeah, I saw his picture. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a mangina, so I wouldn't know. <laughs> That's like one of those things that you put on your plate carrier. Gavin catches with his mangina and cups them and then puts them back in his loader. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for clarifying what that is. <laughs> and the worst piece he ever owned was a remote line. Uh, again, a remote line. Sounded like a go. good idea at the time. Okay, yeah. here we go. Shelby Spear only has his best. Buy and behind the bunker legacy tights. Oh, <laughs> uh, Jesus! Chris there. Brand says the best have ever th- uh, his best thing he's ever had is the Exalt Barrel Rocket Squeegee. Yeah, I'll give you that. That's a good one too. Uh, best. Uh, oh, so did someone read Chris Junior's in the live chat? He says uh, 2001 Dark Angel, nope. and the worst was the EVO Egg, the Evolution Egg. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Um, Tommy Gunn's Apex Barrel and an Apex Barrel, best and worst. <laughs> oh, look at Todd Ansage. Evil Omen was, was the worst, and the best is the Empire Axe. Empire Axe, as much as ever, I want that plus cash, every time I pulled it out of the bag, it works. It works well. It, it You got I, that blue pill. The don't one you? time I had to put a new battery in, just because like I had never done it before, but every time you pull it out, put air through it, 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 it worked. So absolutely. Bill Barnes says Marb was awesome. Um, and then Roger Weber says the Model 98, meat and potatoes, worst. Oh, it was the best. And the worst is the E3 Dragon. Only worked right for a uh, worked one week a year. And that's when it was hot outside. Our good friend Greg Muller says best piece of equipment is a two-way tie. So stay tuned, folks. One is the unique sports gear team travel bag. It hasn't let him down once in 28 years of play. Or his also another best is the V-Force Profiler lens in Windex blue, not mirrored. So sun, shade, transition, indoor, best color lens he's ever used. Picked up everything. Nice. Now, wait. Uh-oh. Here's his worst. Worst piece of equipment. Again, a two-way tie. His Tasso rat tail swab used <laughs> one time and it gave away. Nice. 
and or the Psycho Ballistics adjustable bore barrel. Two pieces of equipment that he hated. Um, Little Wolfie Critchlow in the live chat says, My sly goggles fogged in 35 seconds. Not only did they fog in 35 seconds, you were left to say, What? They were so loud, they were like wearing... It's like putting two blankets on each of your ears. Yeah. The worst goggles ever. But comfortable. Yeah, yeah. Uh, George, hey, hey! Best BTB leggings. Worst not having them. <laughs> Listen, George, hey. Come extravaganza, that'll change. <laughs> yeah. Wolf said his best is the full clip tactical best. I know we joke about it, guys, but do you feel a little sick about that image? I threw up a little in my mouth, and I wasn't sure if I'm coming down with some of the, the China the flu or if it's... Uh, <laughs> or it's just an image of George A. prancing yeah. around. Very good live YouTube chat says, best uh, was pink premium. Oh, yeah, RP Shear. I'm not good. Yeah, that's... Uh, we've had some really nasty fill pink RP Shear paint that was super awesome. Or is he talking about the KP2, the two-tone pink? Uh, well, we'll ask him. But he says the worst was Monster Balls. Right. Uh, Kevin says the best is his 2011 G6R, and the worst was Scott's badass mask. Oh, Scott's mask, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the best, according to Fez, is the Zodiac Renegade ZR1, and the worst, the Spider MR2. Yeah, I would put almost, I might even say both those in the same yeah, category. Yeah, they're both worst. Yeah. Uh, Jordan Christensen, the best is the Tipman Cronus, and the worst is the 468. And Matt's flailing. And John Maskin says the best is his Bob Long signature autocockers. Worse is the PT Extreme that never <laughs> worked right to begin with. Yeah, how many of those did we fix? None. None. <laughs> how many? Okay, I guess, okay, <laughs> attempted. Yeah. Uh, Rody's Paintball says, uh, hands down, the worst marker I've purchased was the Dangerous Powers F8. Oh, yeah. yeah, they were notoriously they, yeah. crappy. He says they were supposed to be the ego killers. Beautiful mill, turning markers with half the price. Oh, crush your ego, all right. Yeah. Mine came straight from the factory and looked the part. Uh, <laughs> but when I aired it up the first time, the reg just said, nope, <laughs> and leaked right away. <laughs> After three rebuilds, the marker still couldn't make it through a hopper without something going wrong. I'm pretty sure my brain uh, repressed this memory because for the life of me i couldn't recall what happened to this pos but i don't know uh but i do know that it broke down and i got an ego shortly thereafter yeah uh bricks mini mayhem says best and worst is a metadyne thumper uh 64 time machine says the best was his dm6 and the worst was his velocity loader uh, funniest thing was uh, Halo upgrade loader boards give you the feed rate of thirty feet per or thirty balls per second. Turn your Halo into a mini blender. Yeah, yeah. But I have to say the DM6 though, and I apologize to crap on die. And we we ran a store that had a lot of repair service center for people to come in. Every every um, every gun that came in like DM6, you'd have guys that swear that they had the best. And you have other guys that had the worst. And that was with every make and model for a number of yep. years there. And I'm not saying it was 50-50. By far, it was not. There was a lot of good ones. But there was a couple that, like, no matter what we did, Die just kept setting us parts and parts and parts. And then finally, they just said, okay, send the whole gun, and they replaced it. But, um, 
Yeah, yeah. But I, whatever. I'm, I'm, I'm sure they sold so many of them that whatever. Uh, Little Mikey 1969 says the worst thing is anything Falcon, and the best is probably his JT Proflex. Yes. Yeah, I will agree on the Proflex. George, George Luco sure. said Luke Luco says best paintball Zap Chronic Ultimate custom ball for the Iron Man with glitter. And the worst <laughs> glitter. glitter, glitter, the worst because he used to go to raves well, and they stuff in Saskatchewan. Work hard, but Gavin, and the wor- they, they play, play even hard. harder. Yep. And the worst ball was Banner Far- Va- Banner Fama paintballs from Alberta. Yeah. But Banner also made, that's where the um, Cal Mag was Banner Pharmaceuticals out of California. Yeah. Interesting. Little known yeah. fact. Little known fact. Now, I'm going to take the last one if you guys are okay with that. Yeah, man, it's your show. Someone named Jack Woods posted up. He says the best thing is Planet Eclipse, guys. Did you know that the the are the creators of the uh, most incredible tournament paintball markers, soft goods and gear? Come on, you didn't honestly know where that, that was, was going. No, that. but it was a wonderful segue. Nice. I loved it. <laughs> Guys, they have the winningest paintball markers in paintball, and now they are innovators in mechanical actions like the new M, uh, M170R and the new MG100 MagFed Marvel. Guys, check them out at your local retail store. EG is the world's leading manufacturer of smoke grenades, thunder flash, airsoft, and paintball grenades for use in theater, film, photography, and, of course, paintball. Pull a tab at your next event. Hashtag pop smoke. And Arabs are proudly made in the United States of America. The thick welded seams, stainless steel hardware, multiple color options, and layouts are available. 2020s here, and their fields are shipping. Ask about full color printing and custom logos, uh, logo options. Customize your next field with Arabs. Mike Holstrom says, "Groan." Come on, that was good. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> it was okay. <laughs> Ruthless Paintball Products caters to both professional players and weekend warriors. They have set a new level of paintball playing apparel. You can head on over to their website and use our BTB15 promo code for 15 wow, percent off their products. More than just swabs and packs. <laughs> oh, shit, that's me. Resolved is a way of life. <laughs> Available at discerning retailers, fields, shops, and shows. Tournament ready, battle proven. Thank you, Gavin. In the beginning, oh. you fell out of a tree. You stumbled down a rocky cliff. You ate chest deep through a mosquito-infested <laughs> bog, and you realize you're surrounded. It's party time. You own a Tipman now. Combine Empire, JT, Tipman, and V-Force, and you get the world's largest distributor of everything paintball, GI Sports. Very good. DLX Technologies, guys. Manufacturer of the Lux Paintball Marker, as well as other great product lines like the SP Shocker, the GOG Enemy, and the Freak Barrel Kits, just to name a few. They are the longtime paintball manufacturer uh, but they have the gear that you can trust, and their gear is outstanding, guys. Make sure you check out DLX Technologies and all of their offerings at your local retail store. For over 50 years, Altama has proudly carried militaries from across the globe through every challenging environment, including malls, jungles, deserts, urban battle zones. Make Altama your next paintball, airsoft, or EDS everyday shoe. Or look for Altama original SWAT and first tactical at a leading retailer near you. Hashtag no drip, no melt. So not all ninjas wear black. Wow. With advanced colorways and coatings, adjustable regulators, remote lines, fill stations, hydro testing, and more, Ninja products have what it takes to keep you out front and always in the game. Made in America and always full of air. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Chris Jr. Rossi in the live chat says, My Axe 2.0 is a dumpster fire at the moment. Nothing but trouble. I don't know. I, I, I guess every marker has their bad ones, but I've always, uh, I've always had really good luck. And uh, Devin Schwartz says, not all heroes get microphones. Someone said, well, Wolf said, why in over, is it over nine years Matt can't have a microphone? Matt has a microphone. Look, Wolf. There's so, two Matts back here. So, yeah. So, There's two Matts. Okay, I got to level with you. I'm bad <laughs> with names, Wolf. 
and we needed an extra person to help out in the show and we we so we got a gentleman his name is Matt uh, Matt, Mondu. Matt Mondu. That's right. You've met him before. So when when I saw him, I thought, well, if I bring him on board, then I only have to say Matt and learn Matt because I already know that name. Like my brother Daryl, my other brother Daryl. Yeah. So it's kind of it's kind of nice. And then the thing is now it's like double trouble because I say, hey Matt, and both of them look up. It's like, hey, this is cool. But it's sort <laughs> of a Penn and Teller vibe. Right? Yeah, that's true. One speaks, the other one just sort of nods. <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah, one true. One gets paid more. Um, <laughs> all right, sorry. What is the time, Matt? Clarify. You could say it on air. No, no, no. I, I couldn't see your. Okay, I could. Oh wait, fifty-two. Matt's trying to give me Navy foot signals right now, and I, I don't know. Um, so just to reiterate, guys, if you guys want to win the carbon fire, uh, the carbon pack, which uh, oh, I don't know where it got to. I lost my carbon uh, image. If you guys want to win the carbon pack, all you have to do is tag behind the bunker. Tag Carbon and tag a friend. That's it. And we'll catch all those tags. We're going to put them in a generator next week, and we're going to announce it on next week's show who gets to win that. So Don't doesn't be cost disappointed when the name Gavin Sharma is called <laughs> as the winner of the pack. Yeah. You know, I, I'm not a pack guy. i got to be careful how that comes out, but I'm not a pack guy. Um, <laughs> all right. I, I get it. But, He's Tobagan. Yes, but as a... Uh, but as a a speedball player, I think this would be the pack that you want to get onto your body. Okay, screw speedball players. This pack is good for anybody. Okay, yes, if you're a Milsim guy and you want to keep the look, I get that. But this is a comfortable pack. I play recreational paintball. I like a 4 plus 3 on my back. I think it's... Um, I wore mine to the market the other day. I carried water bottles in it. I put some cucumbers in it. Man, it was the greatest pack of all. I remember a young being a young man and having a pack on two parties... And they hold beverages quite nicely they to do. transport around. Look at well, you. You're an innovator. Wolf <laughs> <laughs> um, Critchlow says that you sound like you're under a blanket when you do Matt, your reads. Matt. It's not. He's actually underwater. We waterboard him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it keeps him in line. Keeps me hydrated. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what we tell him. We don't actually waterboard. We pickleboard with um, pickle with juice. With Hydrodil. Hydrodil. <laughs> yeah. Not pickle milk, right? I'm not going to pick on the newbie, but I do like the guys that wear their pod packs frontwards on their on their stomachs. <laughs> well, when I drive, And they I turn, turn them upside around. down because they're trying to mimic the guys they see with pot, like uh, with vests and stuff. Yeah. And I get that, and it's fine. I guess any way you really want to wear it so and as long as people are playing paintball who cares what they wear and yeah how they wear it. let's Snob. get some people up playing yeah. paintball hey so if you guys are listening to us on f sorry rtf sports network if you guys are listening to us on the radio and want to know what the hell have you been listening to this is a paintball podcast we do it every week uh we broadcast live on facebook live as well simultaneously live on youtube so if you want subscribe to either of those platforms so you don't miss out on a show if you don't have time to sit there and watch it um if you have add and you can only ch tune in for a couple of minutes i get that download it we uh we we are in podcast form basically anywhere that you get your uh your better podcast so guys we're going to end this show if you guys are watching us live thank you very much for tuning in if you guys want to continue to watch us live we're going to continue to stream over there on youtube so jettison facebook jump over to youtube and you can watch the after show guys thank you very much for tuning in we'll see you next week don't be a freeloader if you liked what you hear make sure to hit the share button below also follow us on our social media outlets like twitter facebook instagram icq and now myspace if you want to join the conversation post your comments and we might read them on the show use an old ipad
Yeah, that's I, you know what? I have one. Why yeah, don't we do that? There we go. There, that's about all that my good old my iPad is for. We're live. Oh, stop! But here, I, I'll ask you guys on, on, on YouTube right now. I have an old iPad. It's the first generation iPad that came out. What the heck do you use it for anymore? Calm I thought you were gonna try and sell it. You can't. Well, for well, I want to find out what it's good for first before I can put not, a price not together. Not a whole lot because you can't even update the software anymore. No, yeah, believe. they don't. Support You're querying it. my deal. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's, what, what what can't you use it you for? What can't, can't you exactly? Crumble. Exactly. <laughs> All right, so we'll just wait a few more moments for more guys to jump over to to uh, YouTube Live here and, and check in. So thank you guys for tuning in. Um, while we're waiting for you guys to to come over, I'm going to tell you guys I had an opportunity. Well, we, well, I want to find out what's sorry. good for. Well, there we go. Wait. Turn it off. It's Gavin chiding again. So I had an opportunity to go to the movie theater for the first time in I can't remember how long, and I had an opportunity to watch The Gentleman, Guy Ritchie movie. And? I had no idea what the movie was, and I love going into a movie when I don't know because I hate watching the previews because sure. the previews just give it away. Um, I'm going to say, in all honesty, my rating is the best movie I have seen at a movie theater in probably 10 years. Okay. so that's I, w I put that up with Pulp Fiction. Okay, Remember so the first time uh, you saw yeah. Pulp Fiction? So I've heard some hype around it. It was yeah. supposed to be the gangster movie that should have been Gangsta. The Irishman. Yeah. So The Irishman should have had this, uh, this, this quality. So have you ever seen... Um, the Kingsman, the Kingsman movies. Okay, so not all of it. I've seen maybe fifteen minutes of it. Okay, so didn't appeal. The conversation. So I, I equate the movies to to Pulp Fiction. You can close your eyes and just listen to the conversation. It's so well written. Um, it's just enjoyable, and that's what I did there. But it's it's so prim and proper, and the way they talk about things because it's it's very sort of innuendo but not sexually but innuendo in reference to how they're going to hurt each other or what's going to happen it's all code but you kind of get what they're talking about it's just brilliant okay and um i sat there speechless through the whole movie i just i i, I thought it was fantastic i would hope you were speechless through the whole movie <laughs> yeah this ain't this ain't movie ain't good <laughs> no but Blowing it was burritos with the screen <laughs> <laughs> but it was really good if you're gonna go see one one movie i would i'm probably overhyping it but I will honest. I won't go back to the movie to watch it. But as soon as it comes out in some sort of way that I can watch it, I'm going to sit down and watch it again. Uh, much like the Irishman, the Irishman was really good, but it was really long. I figured they probably could have took an hour out of that. But I would say that this holds more weight than the Irishman does for sure. Okay, good, great. So yeah. I think the same excitement, and enthusiasm you have for this movie is what I was hoping for for the Irishman. So yeah, I, I've heard I've heard really good things. So I'm glad that Todd, who you hate everything. <laughs> I um, hate everything. I don't you, like. You enjoyed this, so I may check it out. I like everyone else in the studio. Do, 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 do. <laughs> did, you watch, did you watch Treadstone yet, Gavin? No, I only have Netflix. I thought you it's have on Amazonian Amazon Prime. Prime. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. I'll give you my password. Yeah, just don't look in as recently watched. Wow, wow. Holy phone. I may, I may yeah. break down and get Prime too, but. Yeah, Treadstone is really good. I found the first couple episodes, the origin series, fantastic. Then it kind of goes weird, but it is good. I would definitely watch the whole thing. Then you can yeah. watch Jack Ryan, too. Two Exciting. seasons yeah. of that. That's like a good... Have you watched the English version of that? Jack Ryan? No, it's Jackford Ryan. Oh, Jackford yeah, Ryan. Yeah, it uh, takes place in the U UK. and Yeah, yeah. Um, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. No. So <laughs> no, no. Move no. on. Why don't you guys move on when I'm not bombing? So there we go. So, 
anyways thank you guys for tuning into the regular show uh thank you guys for sending all your questions we had a plethora of questions tonight did you finish them all or was no there no there was uh there's a few questions so we will certainly get to that next week, for next week. and again if you are our podcast friends and you're only listening to us uh send an email at showbehindthebunker.com with your question and we will certainly address that here on the after show and you can enjoy that during your commute or whatever else you do or how you listen to your podcast yeah yeah um and i apologize to you guys that are watching us live uh, we had a malfunction as i say our, our new uh, intern matt mondu basically screwed us uh, yeah. but we didn't have an opportunity to do our prices right our mag fetish we had a team that we were going to feature tonight we had paintball around the world uh, and there was a bunch of other stuff we were going to get to. There was a great video as well that I really, really wanted to show you guys. But we'll do it next week, and I'm sure you've seen it, but I, I do want to talk about it. And uh, Chris Havoc in the live YouTube chat says, uh, yeah, that was an awesome movie. Uh, Kevin Matthew says, just take a picture of Gav and set it in the background and use it for target practice. That's not very nice. Nobody. Would I mean, I do it. Nobody would nice. hate this beautiful specimen. And uh, Ted Wright uh, says, uh, The Witcher. You guys seen any of that? Uh, I saw um, a few of the episodes of it. Uh, my little person played the video game and thoroughly enjoyed it. So that was on for hours uh, at our home. And then she wanted to really watch the uh, the TV show. And it, it, as a fan of the game, she loved it and she loves the series as well. So. Oh, nice. Chris Havoc in the live Facebook or YouTube chat says, uh, thanks a lot, Matt. Yeah, yeah, I'm on <laughs> See, until he gets it right, we're not giving him a microphone. That way, he can't defend himself. Um, I'm super stoked. Titman TMC is in the mail. Says Gerald. You know what? You made a good decision, my friend. Indeed. Yeah. I'm very slouchy on video this week. Are you I watching mean, yourself in the rewind? And in real life. <laughs> 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 Why are you gotta be like that? <laughs> Why do you gotta be like that? We are still visual, so you may want to put your fingers down. Oh, sorry. No, that's okay. <laughs> I'm gonna sit up. It does ask us when we go live if this is a kid appropriate video. I'm gonna. Oh, does it? Even what happened? We're... Oh, did you just mute me? <laughs> you sure did. <laughs> Matt figured out how he can get back to us. All right. Well, why don't we probably end this nonsense right now. Um, guys, I apologize again for all the technical issues. We will have it fixed and sorted out for next week. But at least Rogers didn't Roger us this week. Um, Gavin, where do you do you, do you go back and watch the show? Do you listen to the show? Wh what do you do with them? A uh, little column A, a little column B. So I do watch the show typically the day or two afterwards. And uh, sitting at my desk, getting some paperwork done, and I pop the show on, and I'm thoroughly embarrassed each and every week, <laughs> but I can't stop myself. Yeah, well, there's nothing you can do but your look. That's the way you were no, born. No, but which is why I translate very well to podcasts. Yeah. And that's why I said tonight we need to slow down the topic, and I think it worked. Like I, I, I really think a lot of you guys are giving us good insight, and sometimes we skip over it quickly. And But tonight, I don't know. What did you guys think? How we? How oh, the topic, I was hoping the, to leave it dead air. The topic, no. the, the topic was slower. It's fine. I, I think I, it was a good. It was a because sometimes guys make good comments and not all the time. You guys aren't always on fire, but when you guys are, <laughs> why are you gotta be like that? <laughs> why gotta be like that? Yeah. All right. Well, why don't we end this nonsense? Um, I still have two or three more hours to train Matt before he leaves tonight. So we'll let you guys go. Joe, thank you for being on the program. Thanks very much for tuning in, guys. If you're out and about tomorrow night, come by Flaggers Indoor. We're doing another time trials. Uh, don't forget to come to Red Dawn 15 Wolverines, Wolverines on Sunday, March the 1st at Flaggers Outdoor. 
Yeah. Boom. And Joe's not shirtless. That's just his tan shirt. If you guys want adjusting your it's screen right now. It's actually called British khaki is the color. British? Khaki. Very good. All right. And thank to the mats in the uh, production mats. studio. To answer your question earlier, I only listen to the podcast when you guys are waterboarding me. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we still get the best hits from Guantanamo. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. We'll see you guys next week. Don't forget to hit that subscribe wherever you watch.